Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word in Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us on this Sunday morning as we look into the Bible and into a scripture, but most of all into a song, To God Be the Glory. This is one of my favorite, favorite songs. We like to look at a classic hymn on Sundays, talk about it. We don't sing many of these anymore, but you know, they really are edifying and they have helped form the church through the last several hundred years. We should value them. So we like to talk about one. And I'd like to talk about To God Be the Glory, Great Things He Has Done. This was written by a woman named Fanny Crosby. Now, Fanny Crosby was a very interesting woman. She lived to be 95 years old. But when she was seven years old, she was being treated for a disease, and they put something in her eyes, and they put the wrong thing in her eyes, the wrong medicine, and she was blinded. That's right. She never saw again the rest of her life. From from seven weeks on, never saw again. And yet this woman became quite well-educated, quite prominent. She became the friend. She had many, many prominent friends, even of presidents. And she spoke before Congress and... and, and um, may have been the first women or one of the first women ever, for sort of the first blind person, I believe, to ever speak to Congress. But what's most interesting is she was a hymn writer. She didn't start writing hymns until she was in her 40s. Well, that gives hope for some of us, doesn't it? She started writing in her poetry. Now, she'd written poetry beforehand, and she'd written uh, different things beforehand, and had even been a teacher. But she began writing hymns in her 40s, and by the end of her life, she had written thousands and thousands of hymns. In fact, there were some days that she was writing six or seven hymns a day. Can you imagine that? Writing six or seven hymns. Some of us, we may not even sing six or seven songs a day, or even think about six or seven verses a day, Bible verses. But she was writing at times, six to seven hymns a day, and throughout her life, wrote many thousands of hymns under many given names. We're not even sure how many she wrote, because many of them she wrote under a pseudonym. So, um, so, so anyway, I just got a message here wondering if I'm on, and I think I am. Um, let's keep going. So we want to sing that we want to look at the song to God be the glory, great things he has done. And we want to look at verse one. Here you go. You ready? To God be the glory, great things he has done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son, who yielded his life an atonement for sin, and opened the life gate that all may go in. This is a song, you know, when you think of what to um uh, what to honor God for, what to praise God for, what to thank God for, what more than for the Son, Jesus Christ. We praise God as our creator. We praise God as our our, our maker. We praise God because he's our judge. We praise God because he's the sustainer of the creation. But of all the things we praise God for, perhaps the most is that he became a man, dwelt among us, lived a sinless life, and died for us on Calvary. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. We're going to sing this verse in just a minute, so we'll come back to it. But he loved us the word he, that he gave us his son. The chorus, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son. 
and give him the glory. Great things he has done. I mentioned in the description, this is, this is the cry of every true believer, isn't it? The angels are praising God, and in our hearts, there comes the point when we understand the gospel, and we want to say, oh, praise the Lord, to God be the glory. I'm often asked on campus, particularly by Muslims, they don't understand the concept that we would serve God out of love instead of out of duty and out of fear and out of the fear of punishment. And when I talk to them about how God can forgive and the gospel tells us of the forgiveness of God, they just think, well, if if that's the case, you'd sin all the time. You'd get away with it. And indeed, to the natural man, that seems like an accurate thing to say. But to the, the person who's experienced the grace, truly experienced the grace of God, the forgiveness of God, who knows what it's like that our sins are forgiven, can't help but say, to God be the glory. Can't help but say, I love you who first loved me. That's what the second verse is about. Let's look at it. Oh, perfect redemption. Redemption when we're bought by Christ, by his blood. Oh, perfect redemption. The purchase of blood to every believer, the promise of God. Are you ready? The vilest offender who truly believes. That moment from Jesus, a pardon receives. I think one of the reasons we are we who have been forgiven by Christ are captured by his love and a desire to glorify him is because we realize we really were vile offenders. Those people who approach me and say, you know, if you were forgiven, you you could sin all you want. If you already forgiven, you'd go ahead and sin all you want. Take advantage of God's mercy and kindness. I think a lot of them it's because there's act, they're actually self-righteous. They don't think they're a vile offender. They don't think that they are that, that they're lost in their sins. They don't understand their dire position. They think they're basically good people. But the first step to truly being saved is realizing I need to be saved. I, I need to be rescued. I'm like the guy drowning in the sea. I'm not, I'm not, I'm in trouble. And when we are rescued, redeemed out of that trouble, we can't help but be grateful. Can you? I mean, who could not be? And so this is what, what we rejoice in God. Next, next verse, great things he has taught us, great things he has done, and great our rejoicing through Jesus, the Son. But purer and higher and greater will be our wonder, our joy and our wonder, or I guess I got different words here from the, our joy and our wonder when Jesus we see. What an interesting way to end this song, because remember, she was blind. Fanny Crosby is blind. And here she says, our joy and our wonder when Jesus we see. And she often commented in life about, in her blindness, the first thing she would ever see in life was the face of Jesus. Now, of course, she saw for seven weeks before she was blinded. But the first face she'd ever see that she comprehend and know would be the face of Jesus. What an awesome thing. What an awesome song. What an awesome praise to God. We should be, this should be our heart cry, should it not? To God be the glory. My friends, if you want to live in the fullness of life, this is what we've been talking about this past week here in Ephesians, experiencing the fullness of God. The fullness of God is, is, 
experiencing us as humans as we live fully to the glory of God. Let me say that again. The fullness of life that you and I can experience is experienced as we live to the glory of God. That's what fills us up, to be worshipers. The Father, it says in John 4, is seeking worshipers. This is what we want to be. Okay, well, I'm battling a little head cold, but I'd just like to go ahead and sing this song. You can sing with me, and then we'll close in prayer. And if you'd like to sing along, sing out loud, sing robustly. Amen. Here we go. To God be the glory, great things he has done. So loved he the world that he gave us his son, who yielded his life an atonement for sin and opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, Let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory, great things he has done. Father in heaven, we give you glory. You're our creator, sustainer. You give us life. You made us. You keep us alive. You feed us. All that we have is from you. Every earthly blessing we have is from you. And every heavenly blessing that we've not even yet experienced is the gift of God, the grace of God given to us. Father, we confess today that your love, your mercy, your kindness, your grace has won us over. It's won us over. And now our heart cry is not to me be the glory. Our heart cry is to God be the glory. You've done great things. You've been good to us, and we're grateful. And how we pray that in our days, the days that you give us, however many that may be, the days that you give us would be lived to the glory of God. We confess and acknowledge that this is the fullness of life. And when we live this way, we're, we're, we are experiencing that for which we are created, and there's nothing better. Lord, as we exalt you, you fill us with life and joy and peace and goodness, and we're so grateful. So we give you this day, Lord, my name is, as we go to church today, as we praise you together with others, we pray and bless you and love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks so much for being along with me today. I hope you enjoyed singing. I hope you enjoyed praising God together. And I hope you are a person of praise. You know, praise precedes the victory. We all need victory in our lives. We all need victory. And praise precedes the victory. Lots of times people say, I'll praise God when I see the victory. No, people of faith, they praise God first. And then the victory follows. So we want to be people of praise. That's right. One of the reasons we come here every single day And we're here every morning, 8.30 a.m. live on this YouTube channel. Or you can watch later in the day or even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. Just search for Tom the Preacher. Love having you along. If you're new, I hope you join us regularly. Subscribe, like the video, leave a comment below, uh, share with your friends. And those of you who are here regularly, 
Boy, I love you guys. I'm so glad I see you on the chat. I'm encouraged to know you're here. Sometimes when I'm out traveling, people introduce me and tell me they watch regularly. I'm blessed by that because it reminds me I'm sowing God's word on good soil. That's you. It's going to take root and have good fruit in your life. I know it. You do too. God's blessing you and God's changing you through his word. So thanks for being here. Until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with his peace, his love, his joy. And remember, to God be the glory. Great things he's done. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.